0: The more you bet, the more you gain. We started by when uh, Superbet come, the options that they give, you know, It's very very nice. So I used to play the Superbet. So at times, I feel win easy than the other bets. I've won like two, two hundred cities, yeah. But you have me a lot. I've lose. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like when you are gambling, you have to you have to know that it's either you lose or you win. That's the game there.
1: Welcome to our culture. This is Niko queen This is episode 8. Today, we can talk about the rise of sports betting and its relationship with mainstream media outlets.
2: Superbets. We are the biggest sports betting company in Ghana. Soccerbet.
1: Your best bet for sports betting.
2: Betway for the love of the game.
1: Sports betting has become a very important cultural phenomenon in Africa and Ghana for that matter. A 2017 study revealed that over half of young folks in sub-Saharan Africa engaged in betting. The age range between 17 and 35 years. In Kenya, for example, 76% of young folks engaged in betting. Sports betting is also highly gendered, as an overwhelming majority of bettors are men. The rise of sports betting has been linked to the availability of mobile phones data connectivity and access to global sports. Often the love of sports, particularly football is the gateway to this activity
2: Marcus Rashford rolls Manchester United into a two goal lead
0: and they are on a roll Super play by Manchester United soaking up pressure Newcastle look to be getting back into the
2: game.
1: European football leagues are a staple source of weekend entertainment. While individuals craft their identities around the sports teams they support, sports betting, some claim, provides young folks with a source of income and generates money for local governments. Betting shops have sprung up all over the city, and you'll often find multiple shops in low-income communities. These packed betting halls have become spaces to watch multiple live matches for free on large television screens. But what is the social cost of the rise of sports betting in Ghana?
0: With the springing up of betting companies and Ghana's current economic challenges, some unemployed youths have now turned their passion for sports into money-making avenues. In the following report, Joy News' Red One Karim Dini reveals a number of youths have become addicted to betting and I've given up on the search for formal employment.
1: In particular, I'm concerned about the problem of gambling addiction and its implication for young folks. Bear in mind, the business model of the betting industry relies on the routine gambler who often bets small amounts of money on a consistent basis. In effect, the industry develops and targets a vulnerable and addicted market. Huge amounts of profits can be extracted from compulsive gamblers. Problematic gambling can cause tensions at the workplace, within the family and in relationships. It can also lead to financial stress, stealing, and the accumulation of debt. For example, in a 2013 article in the Weekend Globe about sports betting in Ghana, an undergraduate recounts how he plays bets with his school fees. Quote, There was a time I had been playing bets for about a month without luck, and I had no money, he said. As soon as I received my school fees, I took part of the fees and went straight to the shop to play some bets. I won't say it was a large part, But I kept taking away from it bit by bit. But in worst case scenarios, problematic gambling can lead to suicide. Take this example from Kenya
2: some sad news. Now, a 25-year-old man drowned in a well in Thika in an alleged suicide incident. Police believe the man took his own life moments after he posted a question on his Facebook page on the quickest way to commit suicide after he lost the bet. The deceased Samuel Osweya was found by his neighbours. Police are currently probing the incident.
1: In Ghana, the widespread introduction of slot machines isn't helping matters as well. In 2016, Chinese operators began installing slot machines in rural areas, spaces often characterized by youth under and unemployment. Slot machines are designed to be highly addictive. and In the U.S., for example, they give casinos more money than other games. Tristan Harris of the Center for Humane Technology notes. A major reason slot machines are addictive is captured by the notion of intermittent viable rewards. Once you pull the lever of a slot machine or these days press a button, you are immediately either rewarded with a match, hence a prize, or you get nothing. The addiction is maximized when the rate at which you are rewarded is most variable. The same principle helps make smartphones and their apps addictive. As Harris did talk, quote, When we pull our phone out of our pocket, we are playing a slot machine to see what notifications we have received. When we swipe down our finger to scroll the Instagram feed, we are playing a slot machine to see what photo comes next. Unquote. So, the thing I won't talk be say the smartphones and the apps already be built to be addictive. Then, we they add mobile sports betting too for top? On top, the betting firms they use various means to promote and encourage betting. For instance, the UK press revealed that so called VIP schemes of betting companies targeted big losers, offering them rewards like football tickets. In Ghana, live matches are making more money for betting companies. Thus, many betting terminals are springing up across the city to provide options for folks to stay live bets. Live betting, it goes up. The more they play and there is no good, the more the money goes up. So those who knows inside, like betting on the live ones. Indeed, the free viewing of live matches has become an attractive leisure activity. Beyond the problem of compulsive betting, some of the patrons of betting shops are underage. To be frank, I don't allow children. Here you could see elderly people. And they have age limit. The moment anyone who knows how important school is and who is educated, when he sees a kid around this, thing, he will naturally sack him. And most of the places they have bouncers. Every betting shop have bouncer. They have someone who is at the gate check the age limit. So when he sees you and decide that you are not going, in, you are not going. In. School children in primary school and junior high school have been known to skip school to bet. Underage betting has become such a problem that in 2019, Tottenham Hotspur cut ties with their official African betting partner, following an expose alleging that one expert was promoting gambling to children and betting on children's sports and cockfighting. Liverpool and Chelsea also follow suit and cut ties. It is not helping that betting ads are ubiquitous across multiple media outlets in Ghana.
2: I win again, oh! You that! Which one now? Soccer bets! I win front and back because soccer bets get the biggest selection of games. And as
1: I win on soccer bets, I get the full confidence because I think get all my money the same day. No limit on payout, oh! No go, Kambia! Be ah. Soccer bets, the highest all! Billboards are plastered across the city and multiple brightly painted betting shops are located in local communities. A number of studies that have examined sports betting cite the following motivations for why people, often young men, engage in this activity. The main reason was to earn income, and for some, it becomes a form of investment.
2: I hope this betting system has really helped some of the youth in terms of financial problems. Although there's no work in the system, and so we used to come here to play our bets, to gain something for ourselves.
1: In one study, most of their participants could not find jobs and resorted to sports betting. Their study of 265 folks who engaged in sports lottery revealed the following. The highest group of bettors, making up 20.4%, earned monthly incomes of below 500 cities, while high-income earners with a monthly income of above 5,000 cities were just 0.4%. Charlie, this trial way than the target low-income earners, they align with the bottom of the pyramid idea. It holds that billions of people who live on $2,000 annually are a large revenue source for corporations. Thus, those impoverished by global capitalism are viewed as a profitable market where corporations can offer low-cost services on a massive scale. Hence, the rise of sports betting across sub saharan Africa, where companies are extracting profits from often unemployed or underemployed youths. Another important factor that triggers sports betting is entertainment due to the proximity of betting shops in local communities they have become spaces to socialize over the common love for football betting shops show multiple matches on multiple large screens also the excitement and joy of winning is an immense draw to this activity 12,000, that's uh, 120 million, yes. 12,000 yeah that was the highest, though I've been winning 800, 300, 400 but my highest so far was... Uh, for Ghana very few healthy and affordable recreational spaces be available for young people. Sports betting shops are attractive leisure centers. Bear in mind, recreation and leisure are integral facets of promoting good health and well-being. They are not to be treated as luxuries, but rather needs to be addressed to build a healthy society. Sports betting is also affecting the games. There are incidents of matches being fixed so that folks can make money from betting. For instance, Brooklyn Chelsea goalkeeper Gideon Ahinkora, was alleged to have conceded some suspicious goals. Apparently, Anhinkura was described as a chief better. Now, most of us experience sports through media. We can't travel and catch all the matches of our favourite teams. It's physically and financially almost impossible. The coverage of football matches have become highly-priced media content.
2: Man United 4, Chelsea 0. The biggest scoreline from the Premier League, not in terms of numbers, but in terms of a seismic effect on the opening weekend of the league.
1: Most people like to watch matches live, and live audiences are attractive to advertisers. Here, I for say, sports betting companies directly sponsor sports.
2: Well, these are two exciting brands. These are two huge brands. Uh, the the brand of mediama or how colossal mediama is, is well documented, and we are excited to be part, uh, you know, partner Betway in this regard. It's an exciting time for us at Ataqua. We are hopeful that this sponsorship or this partnership will blossom uh, into the higher height for us. I mean, in the English
1: Premier League, 10 out of the 20 clubs be sponsored by gambling companies. Then they sponsor T-shirts and even stadia. Take, for example, Stoke City's Bet365 Stadium. What does they mean by say gambling logos are made visible throughout televised football matches in Ghana? Sports presenters have been known to have close relationships with sports betting companies, wearing their branded T-shirts and actively using their social media accounts for promotion. In fact, recently the Sports Writers Association, in collaboration with Betway Ghana, organised a training session. The training event, dubbed Betway Sports Writers Conference, was held in Kumasi and Accra in February 2020. Indeed. The relationship between betting companies, mainstream media, and sports journalists offers some insight about why sports betting coverage looks the way it does. Admittedly, many media outlets need sponsorship and advertising revenue to operate. Unsurprisingly, the media coverage of the sports betting industry and its activities tend to be uncritical. Coverage tends to offer a positive image of a particular betting company. Sometimes the coverage highlights the success of a high-profile win or high-profile events with big-name footballers.
2: Betway Talent Search is in its second
1: year and was led by Betway brand ambassador Stephen Apia. The scouting team traveled to Tamale, Sunyane, Kumasi, Cape Coast, and Accra to hunt for young unsigned football talents between the ages of 18 to 25. Sometimes articles are regurgitated press releases without original reporting. This essentially amounts to doing public relations for these betting companies. And reportage that seems to offer balanced coverage still largely represents sports betting as a productive business enterprise offering young people employment and opportunities to make money from their wins. Yet, compulsive gambling are often represented as personal problems. Generally, these media accounts often erase the media's own complicity in encouraging and promoting betting through advertising. Yet, another prominent media depiction of sports betting is as an entrepreneurial endeavor. Take for example Joy FM's piece on the so called phenomenon of betpreneurship. So
2: you stated that you are a cashier. Yeah. And you combined that, you know, they call it being a betpreneur. Yes, yes. Uh, how how is it like combining these two jobs? These two jobs. It's fun. It's fun. Well, I, I, I look at my my
1: current profession as my work, strictly work. But then when it comes to bets, I see bet as a fun way of making money. So it's like,
2: it's like work plus all the
1: fun. Sports betting, righty, they produce his own celebrities. You decide the Oswald matter.
2: I, I looked at your account about a couple of months ago, and I think you're around 12K followers yeah, on Twitter. 12,000. And as now, he sits at 62K, yeah. if I'm right. So certainly, if he was taking 50 CD, 50 CD, you cannot trade that for a 60K account on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You cannot trade that for a Telegram group which has over 60K. Yeah. Now, as the saying goes, to whom, you know, much is given, much is expected. Yes. At first, it was just a joke for friends. But I think in terms of the record books, Oswald has to be there. He needs need get his book of records. I need to give them a call because he's been on the trend list for three days. When Lionel Messi won the Sid Ballon d'Or, he didn't even trend for, what, 12 hours. Everyone forgot about it. But Oswald has been there for three consistent days. And, uh, you know, j- just, just talk me through it. Uh, how does it feel now? Did your life just changed in three days. You Google Oswald now, and over 100 articles, everyone is talking about you. Even when you got yeah. to the office, everyone's like, Oswald, Oswald, Oswald. How does it feel now? Well, it's, um, it's a lot of work mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Because now I can't even use my phone. Oh. Like, I set oh. out to send someone a message, and like three calls come through. Oh,
1: Oswald went viral on Twitter for his betting prowess. Folks were hailing him as the next president as the hashtag Oswald2020 circulated. According to Joy, quote, the banker has risen to become the most talked about personality on social media for his accurate sports predictions, which won him over 5,000 CDs in sports betting. Generally, this type of celebration aligns with the dominant ideas circulating in the society, telling people, primarily through the discourse of entrepreneurship, how to personally accumulate wealth. Instead of encouraging the collective well-being of the society, discourses like this promote a narrow conception of success rooted in the individual accumulation of material wealth. Yet, we are often surprised by what seems to be a rise in greed and selfishness. Indeed, greed is the logical outcome of such doctrines. But to be clear, sports betting firms have set up shop in low-income communities and are extracting money from under- and unemployed young men. Problematic gambling is profitable to this industry. Yet in Ghana, there's very little support for mental health issues. And I fear that compulsive bettors are not getting the medical help they need. The psychiatrist, Dr. Kujo Mafo, Bing explains.
0: Um, The challenge that we have in Ghana is that um, people have to recognise that they're having a problem, first of all. Secondly, that that problem is medical. And then thirdly, that where you go for help is from a mental health professional. So, we have huge problems. Most people who are having this problem, they won't even identify that it, it is a problem that can be helped. For the ones that believe that it's a problem that can be helped, they often end up um, actually going to pastors and, yeah. and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. trying to get, because they believe that it's like a curse on them and not an illness. So, they go in that direction. So, we don't tend to see them in the hospital, unless for the ones that everybody knows that it is a problem, which is drugs. So, people on people with alcohol problems, people with um, marijuana, cigarettes, cocaine. We tend to see the people with the drug addictions okay. in Ghana. That's why I'm always happy to do programs like this, to let people mm. know that the scope of addiction is much wider than, than we think of, much wider than the, the alcohols and the cocaines and, and the cigarettes. Because the impact on people's lives with all these other addictions, like with gambling addictions, is just yeah. as significant as it is with the drug addiction. So people's lives are being ruined and they are being ruined in silence because they don't know that there's help available for them, for this sort of thing. So we're not seeing them much, but I hope with more programs like these, people will now become more aware of the fact that it is a sickness and there is help available.
1: There must be some concerted effort to educate and encourage folks to get help. But we must also hold media firms accountable for their promotion of sports betting. And betting firms need to take more responsibility for the rise of addiction amongst young folks. But the Gaming Commission cannot be left off the hook. They must attend to what the industry they superintend is doing to communities and young folks. They must take responsibility. This is also on them. Music by Ayande.